It's just been a long week. It's been a long week ever since Monday. I was like, gosh, it's a long week. It's just busy, 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 busy. Okay. Which is good, but still, I'm exhausted. It's, yeah, it's tiring. I am definitely tired myself. I've, I, it wasn't, it was just a weird week because my schedule was different. But yesterday and today, I wasn't at my usual job site. Like, I was some, you know, like on a whole other side of town doing. Uh, interviews and so that um, you know it's just a lot of extra drive time and being you know just being a little thrown off by the two days in the middle of the week that we're not like the rest of the week so and tomorrow I'm like back at work normal you know so it's just a little bizarre yeah Mm -hmm. tomorrow should be a normal day that I'm just kind of at the office the whole day but I'm trying not to make it like a 12 hour day like I've been having the past two days mm-hmm. it's been crazy so yeah I like left the office today and like yesterday you know about nine o'clock so Ooh. yeah and now so yeah but I still feel like I never get finished but it's good I always forget something remember like oh I forgot to do that but yeah it'll be there tomorrow I guess so. it sure will Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, um, my name's Andrea. Um, and I'm Kristen. <laughs> and this is. Wait. Tell me everything. Everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in, listening audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I love how um, after we give a shout out. They all thank us for giving them shout outs. I know. So sweet. (laughs) I know. There's just so much mutual love. Yes. Yes. Love it. Love Love it. it. Love it. Yeah. So it's all good. All good stuff. All good stuff. All All good good stuff. stuff. All good stuff. Um, All right. Shall we get started? Yeah. What's the news? What's the haps, Jack? Okay, so as usual, I have my heavier and then lighter mm-hmm. news stories. So we'll start with the heavier, because then we can kind of, you know. Okay, I feel like I want to lay down. Don't lay down. <laughs> do not lay down. Do not, under any circumstances, go horizontal on me. Okay, because then people will be hearing snoring. Yeah. And that's not good. That doesn't make for good radio. No, well, I'm just gonna cover myself with a blanket. How about that? Oh, yeah, because that's get kind of cozy. Oh, because that's gonna, uh, yeah, that's gonna work. Yeah, I have a nice little thick sweater. It's gonna get down to 20 degrees today, and Ooh. the heat's on, but I'm like, I feel, I still feel cold. 
just haven't quite heated up yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gratefully not 20 degrees out here, so it's wonderful. <laughs> um, okay, so my first uh, story um, deals with a controversial issue. The headline out of the Washington Post article from just a couple days ago is um, babies with Down syndrome are put on center stage in the U.S. abortion fight. Have you heard about this? Not like specifically, no. Yeah. So um, here's what's going on. Um, the... Um, the Republican state representative in Utah, and this isn't just in Utah, but in this article, they start off talking about a bill that was introduced in the Utah um, 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 by a Republican state representative that would make it a crime for a doctor to perform an abortion if a woman is seeking one solely because the fetus has Down syndrome. Hmm. And it says, um, in recent years, there has been a shocking increase in abortions performed for no other reason than because a prenatal test identified the potential for a trait a parent didn't like. Um, mm-hmm. So the highly controversial legislation um, and similar bills that have been passed, um, passed in North Dakota, Ohio, Indiana, and Louisiana, has put Down syndrome front and center in the abortion debate. Um, and it's... It's saying that the condition is becoming more widely understood and accepted in the U.S., um, mm-hmm. but that in and that you know and that in many neighborhoods today, children with Down syndrome are participating like in mainstream classrooms, on sports teams, and you even mm-hmm. have a lot of the broader um, national companies like Safeway, Walgreens, Home Depot that have created programs to train and employ adults with the condition. Um, you think Goodwill too? They have like a whole a whole thing, thing right? Mm-hmm. With adults with um, that condition and other disabilities. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And um, and as you know, and this was a big uh, viral thing um, the, this year. Gerber uh, lit up social media mm-hmm. with expressions of delight when they announced that they had chosen Lucas Warren as their newest spokes baby. Mm-hmm. And he's such a cute little boy, um, and he has Down syndrome. Um, so, um, so that's sort of like the upside of all this is just that, you know, Down syndrome is becoming a much more mainstream condition. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, but critics of the bill say that they're, they are unconstitutional and that they're designed to restrict abortion, uh, not protect people with Down syndrome, which is interesting because clearly it's meant to protect people with Down syndrome. I, I think it's like. I think it's meant to do both. Mm-hmm. Not, you know what I'm saying? Like, clearly it's meant to restrict abortion, but it is also clearly protecting people with Down syndrome if if the people with Down syndrome are the ones who are going to be aborted. Um, so they point out that there's been little discussion, you know, by the bill's sponsors, just the usual sort of feedback about increasing funding for social service, medical coverage, and other support for people with Down syndrome. They also argue that the bill's undermine the trust relationship between patients and doctors. So, of course, you have ACLU, Planned mm-hmm. Parenthood, other organizations that have mounted successful challenges in courts for the most part, with the exception of, I want to say, North Dakota, where the law has taken effect. Um, mm-hmm. And um, But even in North Dakota, it's proved to be, you know, largely unenforceable because of the nature of the decision. Um, 
in Ohio, a bill passed last year that was scheduled to take effect on March 23rd, um, so in a couple of weeks. But abortion providers in the state have asked the federal court to block the law. In September, a federal judge struck down provisions of Indiana's law, writing that they violated due process under the Constitution and conflict with Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade ruling and others regarding a woman's right to seek abortion. So mm-hmm. um, it's kind of just the latest twist, I guess, in the political debate over abortion. Um, and anti-abortion activists have constructed what the, uh, the Guttmacher Institute calls a latticework of abortion law, codifying, regulating, limiting, whether, when, and under what circumstance a woman may obtain an abortion. So... Um, in recent years, there's been activists that have pushed an array of bills and let the state legislators to limit the procedure. So those include everything from banning abortions after 20 weeks, which is uh, considered mm-hmm. the time when um, fetuses are uh, what they call pain capable, um, barring a woman from attaining an abortion based on the gender or race of the child, um, and um, instituting mandatory waiting periods or state mandate- mandated counseling and requirements for parental approval. Um, and uh, which made me think of California because in California, yeah, we had that. Yeah. We, um, yeah, but actually we don't have that anymore. You can actually, you can be a minor and get an abortion um, without parental yeah, like approval. That was on the ballot though. Yeah, no, it was on the ballot. Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It comes, it comes back around, like it circles back around, but it's fascinating to me because as it stands right now, you need parental permission in California to get your ears pierced if you're not, uh, you know, 18. I think if you're mm-hmm. not 17 or something, but you can be a 14-year-old and get an abortion without your parents' approval. Um, so just the dichotomy there is a little striking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, but this is, you know, this whole Down syndrome, all these Down syndrome bills mark a relatively new frontier. Um, mm-hmm. And um, these adv- there are, the Down syndrome advocacy groups, for the most part, have pretty much stayed out of the debate um they're neither endorsing the bills nor coming out against them mm-hmm. um but um they have expressed concern the national down syndrome society ndss um uh, concern that women around the world including in the u.s are not receiving accurate and up-to-date information about down syndrome from their healthcare providers basically mm-hmm. saying that you know children and adults with con- the condition continue to exceed expectations. Um, so basically saying there needs to be a lot more discussion and education around what Down syndrome is and isn't. Um, and um, obviously the reason um, this um, has come up more now than in even in previous um, years and decades is that um, there's now the availability of a non-invasive test that can screen for trisomy 21, which is the chromosomal mm. defect that um, causes the condition. So whereas before there used to be a fa- fairly, um, either was, you had to go undergo this like chorionic villus sampling, which were cells that were either taken from the placenta or from mm-hmm. amniocentesis, which involves, you know, fluid from the womb, obviously. It's um, a little more dangerous. A little more dangerous. It wasn't, a, you know, completely risk-free. Lots of people mm-hmm. opted not to do it. To do it. Mm-hmm. And so, but now there's a test that requires just a blood sample. And so mm-hmm. just it's a blood sample from the mother, and it's analyzed for tiny bits of DNA from the baby. And from that screening, they can tell, you know, whether the baby um, has the additional chromosomes or not. 
And so the blood test is not routine in the U.S., but it's becoming so in growing number in a growing number of countries. And this is what was interesting, and I think kind of for me like the scarier sort of uh, piece of it, because you have European countries that have been uh, implementing the blood tests more widely for a while now. Um, so in Britain, um, where the National Health Service offers a screening for the condition in all pregnant women, the abortion rate for pregnancies that test positive is estimated to be as high as 90%. Mm. Right. Um, and um, the BBC has explored this idea of, quote, a world without Down syndrome. And mm. in, in Denmark, where the testing is widespread, the Copenhagen Post reported that Denmark, quote, could be a country without a single citizen with Down syndrome in the not-too-distant future. Mm. Um, and then you have China, good old China, um, where their state-run CCTV has not so subtly reminded would-be parents through their social media channels that current medical science has no prevention or treatment measures for Down syndrome, but that the issue can be discovered through prenatal screening. So <laughs> basically, you know, figure out mm-hmm. what, if that's what's happening and don't have that baby, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And then finally... Um, the, the bills making their way through the U.S. state legislatures come on the heels of a report that aired on CBS in the summer that Iceland is, quote, eradicating Down syndrome. And that report created a huge up, uproar. Um, Bonnie Rockman, writing in Quartz, called the situation in Iceland a disturbing eugenics-like reality. Mm. And um, the actress, Patricia Heaton, um, you know, of Everybody mm-hmm. Loves Raymond, she tweeted... Iceland isn't actually eliminating Down syndrome. They're just killing everybody that has it. Big difference. Um, And honestly, I mean, it's just, it's hard to argue with that. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a scary reality. And I think that the, this along with the uh, bills and uh, the legislation that they've talked about earlier in the article about um, uh, banning abortions, um, you know, based on gender, based on race, um, the all I think all three of these sort of like really are too reminiscent of eugenics, like you know, principles, right. you know, and that's what I'm thinking. Because, okay, cause you think about it, you know, our particular views about you know, abortion, like we're both pro life, uh huh. Um, and but just this discussion, uh-huh. you know, so life is precious anyway to us. Sure. But to this whole discussion, uh, you know, that that you're talking about eradicating, mm-hmm. um, you know, people with this condition. Absolutely. Like the first thing I thought about was eugenics mm-hmm. and thinking about where do we stop with this? Right. So it's going to be an issue of, OK, so people with Down syndrome, you know, we, you know, know people with Down syndrome, uh-huh. people, you know, children we know with babies. Down syndrome. Yeah, lots of babies yeah, with Down who, syndrome. you know, are precious and, you know, people who go on and live, you know, perfectly functional, uh-huh. um, fulfilled lives, you know, live on their own, get married, have jobs, uh-huh. have children, you know, all of these things. And so what's the next thing if you find out your child, you know, no parent wants their child to be different or to suffer or to, you know, every parent wants their child to be perfect, but that's not the real world. That's not life. That's not life. So so if you find out your child has some other 
um, condition or, you know, like, where are we going to draw the line is what I keep, you know, thinking. Uh I think the way that people are and (laughs) Uh I just, you know, I... I feel like I don't want government making that decision necessarily, but I don't trust people to make that decision. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's a uh, very slippery slope, um, is, you know, yeah. and it's, um, and it's, a, it's a scary thought, you know, I just, yeah, I, I think obviously I, I come from a very pro-life leaning anyway. Um, mm. And so all of this feels just very, um, unethical to me you know Mm -hmm. um but um but yeah I feel like where do you draw the line and there's so many things that they can test for even now already um Mm -hmm. you know so from like um you know just things in your own genetic lineup that might show up in your family you know and whether it's rare diseases that you're worried might you know have skipped a generation and is that going to affect your kid or whatever, there's so much that you can test for, like, you know, again, like, what, how, where, how is it any different than any of those types of tests than any other thing that you wouldn't want your child to have to live through or deal with or, you know, contend with or whatever. So, mm-hmm. and you're right, like, that. that's one of the things that the article ends on is basically saying, you know, there's been so many um, medical advances and better integration in society that individuals with Down syndrome live long, productive, and happy lives. Um, mm-hmm. So back in 1983, the um, average lifespan was only 25 years, but now it's 60 years. And um, and there's such a wide variance too. There's a you know a, a mild to moderate range of intellectual impairment, a wide variation in the abilities of people with Down mm-hmm. syndrome. Uh, and just like you said, lots of them are living independently, going to college, holding challenging jobs, and even getting married. And so, yeah, and I think this makes me think about, like, I don't know, like, growing up, like, there was that show, was it Life Goes On, where they had a character who had Down syndrome, and they, so I feel like it's such a, it, like, I grew up with it being such a, like, you know, it's a different, you know, life, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, you know, un, you know, he's not, you know, a person, you know what I mean? Like, right. unworthy of yeah. being here. Well, yeah. And so, it's, yeah. And I mean, that was one of the points It said, you know, the articles, you know, before it goes into how things are now, it says, you know, for many decades, children with the condition, because it started to be diagnosed as, um, it became a dis- described as a distinct condition as early as 1862. So a long time ago, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to do the math. Um, but Please don't. I promise I won't. Um, but for many decades um, since then, you know, there was a whole period of time with, when kids with this condition were abandoned or just ostracized mm-hmm. and even killed, like, you know, just um, infanticide, like, after they'd been born. Um, mm. So, you know, just it's, it's, you know, night and day in terms of, like, how far, um, you know, the, the world has come in terms of dealing um, with uh, people with disabilities and people who are different and all of that. Um, the idea that this can be identified now in the womb and you have places like Iceland who are actually like very proud of their goal to eradicate, um, mm. you know, like that just makes me so nervous. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and I, you know, and I don't know that it's something that you can legislate away, 
Um, mm-hmm. Because again, just like the article said, the places that um, that have tried, it's such a private decision. You right. know, you're you're not in, and God forbid, like you're uh, the government is in the room with me and my doc. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it's that's no. So mm-hmm. right. So there's just it's 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 not an enforceable. Mm-hmm. thing so it seems but it does feel like to a certain degree like I would rather live in a society that has something like that on the books than one like Iceland where they're like yeah let's get rid of them all you know <laughs> I feel <laughs> that what this can do which I don't know that it will but I, I feel like things like this like instead of having another unenforced because you know with my background in government I hate uh-huh. like just the paper and the time that's put into adding a law that's totally unenforceable like it drives uh-huh. me insane but instead of having another law an unenforceable law of the books let this spark a debate let this be an opportunity for down syndrome um, groups and advocates uh-huh. to talk more about um, the advances that have been made um, and just like that it's not uh, um, that you can still have your child can still have a good life even mm-hmm. with you know this con- condition so I think it's an opportunity yeah. yeah for that and I don't know that legislation I, I don't feel that legislation is the solution absolutely right no I Not. totally mm-hmm. agree Um, but yeah I think a lot more education a lot more awareness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also um one of the things that was interesting that the article ended on was just saying how poorly funded um, the research for, uh, you know, um, Down syndrome is. It's um, for whatever reason, um, one of the biggest challenges people with the condition face is a drop in research funding over the years from the National Institutes of Health. Um, A decline that says that they said makes Down syndrome the most poorly funded major genetic condition in the United States, which I was surprised to learn, actually, because I just feel like sick of cell. Yeah, apparently, (laughs) like it's the most, according to this article. So I think they just might have just forgot sick cell, just lifted off the list because I was like, "Mm, the thing that afflicts black people most, Latinos? No, I don't think so. I don't think that. I don't know. I just uh, <laughs> call the Washington Post, see where they got that. I'm gonna call their research department. Call their research department. I'm like, excuse me. Nope. Uh, did you, did you include sickle cell yeah, in that? Do, yeah, fact sickle cell anemia on your in your list of oh. yeah when you were making <laughs> when you decide to use the word most when you said most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so girl, I don't know, but that's what it said. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just found that surprising too, because I feel like with so many, I mean, I feel like I personally know at least three families that have children with Down syndrome, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's just like in my like small circle of the world mm-hmm. or whatever. So I just feel like it seems like such a prevalent thing. So many people have children um, that they're raising that are affected by Down syndrome that there would be... Like that it wouldn't be underfunded or that it would be something mm-hmm. that was fueled by these families who, you know, want to know more and want to help and want to have resources that continue to make their, you know, their kids lives better. So it's just that was a surprising um, little factoid. And I can't help but going here, but it, my mind leads me here. 
I wonder. My mind's still a no. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, I shouldn't say this, but I've already said so many <laughs> things that, you know, whatever. Um, what's the, like, socioeconomic background of people who decide to abort the children who, uh-huh. um, you know, um, that have Down syndrome? And, like, what the possible correlation could be, like, if you have mainly um, upper middle class, um, people in higher socioeconomic classes Uh um, deciding not to have children who Uh have Down syndrome, therefore, like, they're, you know, people with, you know, means, power, access, um, Uh aren't in this group, like, you don't have people with power, access, advocating for this particular group. Therefore, you don't have, you know, the attention or, like I said, the funds and, you know, brought to this issue. So I think there might... That man. No, I think that's a really strong... That's that's likely a strong correlation. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, like, you do have to be... It is... And also, you know, um, oftentimes, you know, the the more... um, I feel like the the more education, the higher educated, upper to middle class also tend to be less religious and less sort of, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mainstream values driven as well. You know, so um, and that's a big obviously with just the abortion factor of this, that mm-hmm. is a big component of, you know, even if you did find out, you know, that you're not going to go ahead and abort anyway, you know, so mm-hmm. um, so just kind of that that's a whole piece of it too i feel like so okay. yeah okay heavy stuff let's heavy do something stuff. lighter i was like it's you know i gotta start with the heavy hitters i'm glad because that makes it better when i start talking yeah. about my foolishness <laughs> you're like okay abortion now michael b jordan you know was... <laughs> right michael bay did this today on instagram michael so bay. yeah um okay so my next story is just a, a, a quick one. And it's just one of these stupid, like, annoying, dumb, like, why don't, you know, like, stop it. Okay, okay. so. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of story. <laughs> That's my favorite kind. Stop already. Stop it. Shut just cut it out. It's stupid. Cut it out. It comes out of the LA Times. Um, I think this is from today. And it's the, the topic is, or this headline says, Coronado's historic church directory sign to be removed amid First Amendment concerns. Now, mm-hmm. this is so stupid <laughs> that it's just like, it's just the dumbest thing. Okay, so in uh, Coronado Island, for those of you who aren't from Southern California, Coronado Coronado Island is a little island that's about an hour, uh, you know, um, girl, I was going to say trolley. It's not a trolley ride. What do you take? A ferry. (laughs) It's an hour ferry ride um, from, you know, any of the coastal points right here in Los Angeles, Long Beach, um, just right, right across the way. Um, And, um, and it's just a cute little, basically beach town i mean um and so according to this article on the corner of orange avenue and sixth street there's been a sign there that's been there since the 1960s that says it's basically it looks like one of those signs that are like at any like park and recreation type you know (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like a marker 
like yeah and it's a big i mean it's a big sign that says church directory that's the title of the sign like you know just a large and then in large print and then there's a bunch of like other little like wooden placards underneath it with Mm -hmm. the name it looks like the name and the address of a bunch of different churches um so according to this some guy named ryan mayoni complained about a city-owned church directory in Coronado. And according to him now, he says he never expected the city to remove the sign. He just said that, according, it's his quota says, my whole problem was just one word, church. I never pushed for the sign to be taken down. But it's kind of dubious because he didn't, mm-hmm. like, complain to the city. You know, he didn't, like, go to, like, I don't know, Coronado, like, Parks and Rec or, or like, the city hall or whatever to say like hey the sign you know whatever um he um took his complaint um to the freedom from religion foundation okay Um, yeah right Mm -hmm. right (laughs) so he's sort of like the quotes from him are all sort of like feigning like oh i i didn't i wasn't you know whatever but um the freedom from religion foundation is the nation's largest non-theist advocacy organization it promotes the separation of church and state and has sued municipal governments over religious displays on public property. Um, oh, he lying. Yeah, so I'm just like, dude. So anyway, um, so now what's happened is um, news of the church directory got the attention of attorney, this guy, Charles Lamondry, who represents the city of San Diego in a lawsuit over the Mount Soledad cross. That was a big thing that happened not too long ago. Um, and... Um, the lawyer offered to represent Coronado free of charge and any potential litigation, but he never heard back from the city because the city basically uh, was just, just based on the complaint from this organization was like, fine, we'll just take the sign down. And so, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that this set that they're saying in this article is that um, there's a tendency in the country of late for advocacy groups to threaten litigation or to threaten boycotts, often, as I think is in this case, on slender grounds, and for people and businesses and towns and cities to be intimidated and to stop doing perfectly legitimate and useful things out of fear for what might happen if, for instance, they are sued. Um, so that was a quote from um, this, uh, this gentleman, Maimon Schwartzchild, who's another um, USD um, University of San Diego law professor, and he specializes in this whole field of law and religion. He believes the directory is legitimate as long as it's open to all religions and denominations. Um, And the crazy thing is about the guy who made the complaint in the first place. He's a guy who grew up in Coronado, played high school for their base, played for their baseball high school team, um, attended, um, you know, college outside of san diego and even though he spent most of his life in coronado he first noticed a sign just this past december while walking by the park with his sister and he says he just didn't like the word church on the sign because in his opinion it excludes religious institutions that meet in temples or mosques he didn't expect Mm -hmm. the issue to get so much attention he says and if they would have just changed one word on the sign i would have been fine with that um but again I'm looking at the mm-hmm. sign, and yeah, I mean, first of all, I don't believe him. Two, I'm looking at the sure, sign. No one believes you. No one believes you, and it's it says church directory because all the 
one, two, three, four, five. There's like 10 places listed on this. They're all churches. So I don't know how many temples or mosques there are on Coronado Island. I'm, I'm betting not that many. It's not a large place. Um, and, um, and I'm sure if there was, or if they wanted to, you know, have a set, a sign where they're like, if they had to include other organizations on there, they would, um, and maybe mm-hmm. change the title of the sign to say like, you know, religious organizations or something, faith-based centers or something, you know? Um, but in the way that it stands right now, um, it's simply, um, you know, it's, it was, it well, not anymore, but it was just a church directory because that's all that was on there was churches. Um, so yeah, the whole thing is just so okay. dumb. You know what? What? This reminds me of, I'm sorry. So the fella sent me a link to this article in the AJC today. Uh-huh. And it cracked me up because, like, last year we went to, like, Bluffton, Savannah area, and we were cracking up because there was, like, everywhere we turned in, like, I think we were Bluffton, there was something named Plantation. Mm. So, like, there's, like, Plantation Dental, Plantation this, like, every business or something, like, there was, like, Plantation. Right. I was like, hey, I don't want to go nowhere. <laughs> so... And he sent me this link to this article. He was like, well, this ain't got nothing. Planta- this makes plantation seem pretty mild. So apparently in near Savannah, off of this little island, there's a creek called Runaway Negro Creek. <laughs> and I was like, no, sir. No, what? sir. And so they oh. were like, the Georgia legislators, like, this is offensive. Oh they, you know, are like, they passed some legislation apparently. So they're one step closer to getting it changed. The people wanted to, ch- to change it to Freedom Creek. Okay, yes. I like that better. Right. Much better. <laughs> Much but the, better. The, the thing that I also read, because I was like, I couldn't get past the Runaway Negro Creek. No. But the thing was, sometime over the past hundred years or whatever, they changed it to that. Because it used to include a racial epithet, and you know what that is. Wow! So yeah, so runaway Negro Creek, Negro was is the improvement. The, the, the improvement, yes. that was made over the original name of this creek. Oh, wow! So I was like, okay, Mister, I'm offended by the word church. Yeah, How about living in Savannah <laughs> and having right. to cross. Or ride by Runaway Negro Creek. Wow. I'm like, get out of here. Get out of here, dude. I mean, and the thing is, like, why? And what's crazy to me is you're offended by the word church? Like, I'm just like. And the thing, like, it's like, it's, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like he's being, he was being totally disingenuous. I'm totally but, disingenuous. Yes. You know, like, you're offended by the word church because you feel like it excludes, you know, other places. Then, like, say that. Don't. Right. Don't um. What do you call it? What do they say? Don't um. Do something and then hide your hand. What's right. The, what's right. The, yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what? Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. Y'all know what, what we're talking about. Some. Yeah. I can yeah, down. Do, don't do something and then hide your hand. <laughs> don't do that. And that's what, what I do and then hide your hand. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what he's doing. That's yeah. exactly what he's doing. I was like, dude, if that's what your problem was, that's not 
who the people you would have went to that's not what you would have said right like get out of here yeah and it's just a dumb because again um and actually um coronado is such a tiny place i mean it's it takes you can like enter coronado drive around it in one big circle probably in less than like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and so it's it doesn't make you know like i i don't know that there's that many (laughs) mosques and that many temples and if there are then great like they could also be on the sign whatever but it just feels like it's it's not like it was a sign that included a bunch of different places and only says church directory Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like any type of parks and rec sign like you could have if you're in like napa and there's a big sign that says, like, winery directory. Like, I'm expecting that there's only going to be wineries on there. Where's, I want the breweries on there, Right. <laughs> like, where are the breweries? This is discrimination. You know, like, well, that's not what you're looking for. So it's just, it's stupid and annoying. And, like, we're just one of those things. It's like, really? Like, again, and like you said, like, this is the thing that you're running around being offended by. And there's, like, actual things to be offended by in the world. This right. isn't it. like. Yeah, Railway Negro Creek. Okay, <laughs> it's so awful, Georgia. Oh. Get your act together, Georgia. Dang. Man, that yeah, that I that, oh I gosh. could not believe that. I still okay. cannot. I still, I'm still. I've read it several times, and I'm still away. like, "What are you girl. sending me right now? This is just insane." Okay, man. So. Very good. Thank you for that. You're welcome. You're um, you are up to date. You are you are yes, in the now. I am. So viral box. So I yes. mentioned Michael Bay. So I actually have a couple. They're really short, but like first I wanted to mention he did there's something funny about him on um Instagram. Have you seen this about him and this girl with a retainer? No. Okay, so someone posted a picture uh like a meme of um Michael B. Jordan is Killmonger, you uh-huh. know, with you know, with all of his um you know, I can't remember like the markings showing that, you know, his kills, you know, looking yeah, at yeah, yeah. oh, whatever. Yeah. The and then one with him and his glasses in the um museum. Uh-huh. And so someone was like, Daily Marvel Hero said, get you a man who can do both. So that was like, just like the meme going around. Okay. So someone comments on that, and it's uh, um, uh, orthodontist, and he tells the story. He was like, one of my patients came in for an emergency visit because she snapped the wire on her retainer watching the movie. When MBJ took his shirt off, she clenched her blanking, so blanking hard, she snapped it. And that is the blankest, funniest blank ever to me. This tiny 17-year-old girl thirsting so hard she busted steel. So Wow. Yeah, so the orthodontist tells the story like on well, I think it might have been Tumblr or I think it actually was on Tumblr. So there's a girl who gets on and she's like, Wait, her name's Sophia. That girl is me. This is my orthodontist Tumblr. <laughs> this is a post about me. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Why did she admit to it? Is she going to just stay anonymous? <laughs> right. She's really good at it. I mean, like, seriously. 
Exactly. Like, nobody else knows it's you unless you say so. Right, because he didn't say your name. He just, you know, like, just him and the other people in the office know that it's you. Because I'm sure he told the story to other people in the office and they had a good laugh. Right. So she admits that and, you know, kind of goes back and forth. It's like, oh, my God. Like, later, she's like, okay, like, serious. Like, I'm so happy. Like, it made him, like, laugh and, you know, all kind of stuff. And, like, for real, this, like, showed a picture of her to Orthodox. Like, see, this is us. So, you know, she got fun out of it. So, okay. Michael B. Jordan actually responded to her. Oh, how funny. He was, like, at Pixie Roo is her um, thing on um, Instagram. Uh-huh. I guess this might be Twitter. He's like, since I feel partly responsible for breaking your retainers, um, shrug emoji, let me know if I can replace them laughing, <laughs> crying laughing. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that was so adorable. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, that is too funny. So I was like, people are silly. People are silly. Uh, But the other one, which is like, oh, I know you saw the picture of little Parker Curry staring in awe at Michelle Obama's portrait. Yes. How cute is that little girl? Oh my gosh, she's so adorable. I want to put her in my pocket. Put her and, in my like, pocket. And, like, not only that picture that some guy from North Carolina took and, uh-huh. like, shared, but the picture of her, I guess, like, walking outside where it looks like she's walking in an ad or something with her little wellies on. Oh my her gosh. Little, little coat. <laughs> yes. I was like, is she about to walk the runway? She, I was like, all right, Miss Parker. She's she, so cute. Uh, adorable. 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 And so, yes, I heard her mom were on... Um, oh, they've been everywhere. They have. I saw her on um, CNN with Don Lemon interview. Uh-huh, yeah. And she was a, a little girl just all over the place. But how, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Michelle Um's office contacted her mom and scheduled a meeting, so they arranged... Like, she said they sat around for, like, 30 minutes and sat uh-huh. and, and chatted, took some pics and pictures, and they um, um. did a little... Had a little Taylor Swift dance party. And it was just... So cute. So and cute. she says she thinks Michelle Obama is a queen. Yeah. And she asked her, and she's like, yes, Michelle, yes. And I think Don Lemon said something about her being a superhero. She's like, no, she's a queen. So like, Yeah, she's like, get it straight, Don Lemon. No, he was like, okay, whatever you say. So, whatever yeah, so you that say. was so cute. And again, so another example that, like, representation is important Mm -hmm. and whether or not you liked um the artist's aesthetic when it came to this portrait like there are going to be generations of little girls like parker curry who are going to see this picture that is unlike any other picture Uh in that museum and so that is awesome and so it is terrific yep it just validated the whole thing Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly what we were talking about. Okay, so again, we get to the we were right. We were right. Hashtag we were right. Mm-hmm. Hashtag yeah. listen to us in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> okay, a couple. Okay, just let's, that's that's it for that. So the wait, tell me everything. Uh huh. Um. So again, like two little two things. One of them. Just a little passing thing, but I just had to mention it. Uh-huh. And one that's going to be kind of a preview for next week. <laughs> it's going to take me a lot longer to like unpack than I thought it would. So okay, it was going to be like one thing and then it became another. Wow. So first of all, the Oscars were this past Sunday. Yes. 
so fun. Okay, of course. Like my Super Bowl. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What I look forward to. I don't, you know, Oscar so black, Oscar so white, Oscar so me too, whatever. Like I love film. I love everything about it. And I look forward to the Oscars. I love red carpet, blah, blah, blah. All Uh of that. So, yay. Yeah. Jordan Peele. Yeah. History making yes. win for Get Out. So exciting. No, yeah, there's a lot of controversy leading up. Um, apparently, some, you know, like I said, apparently some older Oscar voters didn't want to see the movie, didn't feel it was worthy of the Best Picture nod, but, you know, whatever. It still won a very important award, history uh-huh. making. Uh-huh. And congratulations, congratulations to Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. On his first um, screenplay, you know, get nominated. So and, huge. Yeah, and just, you know, the first African-American to win this award. Mm-hmm. And for such an, like, I mean, talk about original, such an original, like, mm-hmm. yeah. concept. Like, it was, it was awesome. So it was. Just very excited from him. And I love the pictures of seeing um, Keegan yes um, watching him win yes yes that was so that beautiful was, i was like yes was, yes, yes. so um right his brother in comedy so great um, congrats. On. so much yes love. and that's how it should be yeah. yeah i mean like you know your victories are my victories man that's 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 how it is that's how i roll so that's how i, I roll that that's how they roll yeah uh-huh. um yeah it's all about you know my crew wins, I win. Yep. So, um, congrats to Allison Janney for yes. her well-deserved win. That, first of all, I love Allison Janney. Again, <laughs> like, you know. Again, oh, I've said it on here before. West I Wing. love The West Wing. It's one of my all-time favorite shows. It is. I'm a uh, um, dedicated um, listener to the West Wing Wheatley. She is. That's actually how I kind of got into podcasts because Andrea knew how much I love the West Wing. She's like, you know, there's a podcast. And I was like, tell me how to get to these podcasts. <laughs> so that I, I could show her what that purple button was on her. Yeah, on her I, you know, like most of you, because like I've told many friends that I have a podcast and they're like, um, how do I, ac- what is a podcast and how do I access right. it? Right. I was like, yes, that purple button that you ignore on your phone, like touch that and write in, wait, tell me everything. And yeah. There you go. Yeah. So now, of course, that led to my obsession with all things podcasts. I listen to like so many of them and it's so much better than listening to Atlanta radio or sometimes <laughs> I get tired of listening to my 90s CDs mm-hmm. or <laughs> 90s playlist. So, wow. you know, podcast. So there we go. So Allison Janney, uh, yeah. you know, I was like, Claudia Jean Craig has an Oscar. Awesome. For those of you who don't know, Claudia Jean Craig is Allison Janney's character on The West Wing. Go yes, ahead. Or CJ, or CJ Craig, as she's known. Craig, continue. But yes, the president, you know, my president. Uh, <laughs> calls her Claudia G. <laughs> president Bartlett. President Bartlett, yeah. When when Kristen says my president, she's not talking about Barack Obama. <laughs> and definitely not 45. So Well, no one's yes. talking about 45. <laughs> so, yes, I'm sorry. President Bartlett, that's my president. Oh, um, God, also, 
I know she's such a great actress. So love she her is and her very dress. Oh, that dress! Perfect. She, yeah. She's so like just tall and statuesque. She's so. perfect for that dress. That dress was everything. Sleeves. I love uh, the sleeves. Some, one sleeves of the attorneys, for days. Yeah, one of the attorneys was like walking around the office, and she had this like jewel green shirt on with like sleeves. I'm all about sleeves and different and fun sleeves. And I was like, your your shirt is everything. He's like, I got it for seven dollars at JC Penny. I was like, you know what? What? I was like, yeah. I was like, JC Penny. I was like, I need to rediscover that place because I was like, that is amazing. I love that shirt. So yeah, gorgeous. So her the sleeves on the dress, the color, everything, mm-hmm. so good, beautiful. Okay, congratulations to Coco. Oh, and you little talk movie about how much I love that movie. <laughs> yes. For one, best animated feature and best song, mm-hmm. so well deserved. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I was kind of live watching and kind of live Facebooking with people reacting to um, the show, mm-hmm. and one girl, I was like, "Oh, Coco won! Yay!" And she's like, "Oh, I turned it off when um, Benjamin Brett, you know, was it Benjamin Brett? No, it was Gael. Who started singing? Um, Gael." God, I cannot remember his last name right now. But he's a very cute man who okay. is an actor. Okay. And he, you know, plays in the movie. Uh-huh. And so he's saying kind of like the slow, somber version. Uh-huh. And so he's not exactly a singer. Uh-huh. So it was not the best. But for me, like, I just love the... Like I said, this is a song when I, you know, it makes me cry and I listen mm. to it all the time. And it just like the lyrics are just really sweet. And I just remember that the scenes in the movie where they played it. And mm-hmm. so it just makes me cry all the time when I hear it. Aww. So even though his rendition was not the best, sure. um, you know, it still had the emotion. And then they did the little upbeat version that they also do in the movie. And Miguel, the singer who, um, do you know Miguel? Uh-uh. He has a song. A door that I love. Okay, and um, I just sing you that because it's a good song. Um, and he's like, I think he's Afro Latina. I think he's like maybe black and Mexican or something. Huh. And um, he sang the song. Yes, you're you're Paisan. And then um, he and another Latin American like Mexican singers. I who I I'm sorry, lady, you're wonderful she was amazing but i don't know who you are and i totally <laughs> missed her name <laughs> so sorry good job lady my bad yeah good job lady <laughs> so all the musical performances were really great mary j blige oh, you know, the house great. Damn. Yes. beautiful job beautiful job and so like you know everything you know all that was great um of course you know my one moment of disgust. Lord, do we have to talk about that? Yes, we do because this was the Me Too Oscars Mm -hmm. and all about inclusion and not honoring men like that is, you know, um, James Franco was accused Mm -hmm. of, you know, sexual um, misconduct and his movie that everyone was you know, touting for so long um, as Oscar worthy was pretty much snubbed. Uh-huh. Um, he was. And so you're thinking, okay, well, you know, we're not going to celebrate 
people who, you know, not this year, not at the Me Too Oscars, you know, but of course, this is the Oscars that Kobe Bryant wins an Oscar. And I was like, what is he doing here? Like, I know that he did that little thing, but I was like, I'm glad he's kind of sitting in the back where he deserved to be. But I was like, I was like, what are you doing here selling my TV screen? And so wow. the, funny, the funny thing was he won and the other person involved with the best animated short or something like that. Uh-huh. For Deer Basketball, which of course I didn't see. Uh-huh. Um, he was talking, he said something, and Kobe just kind of like butt in and like cut the man off and just stepped in and started talking. I was like, You can't not be you anywhere. Like you are just gonna be your obnoxious <laughs> self everywhere. And so I was just like, Yep, see, whenever I'm gonna think okay, let me not irrationally dislike this man. He goes and do, does something. Uh-huh. I'm just like, there's a reason why you're the worst. And wow. why you're like neck and neck for number one with one puffy combs. So yeah. Wow. Kobe Bryant. So Kobe Bryant. Wow! <laughs> wow. Big raspberry for Kobe Bryant. Raspberry for you. Wow. All right, so the next thing, moving right on along. Yes. Um, so apparently Usher and his old lady are separating and getting divorced. His old lady? Yeah, I say that because, you know, it's kind of fun where you call, like, you know, your spouse your old lady. But Usher has a thing for older women, so she's really his old lady. How so, old is she? <laughs> I, at this point you know usher's like old now so it's not like well how much you know, older still... than she, he how much older than him is she i might i don't you know what i don't want to say the wrong thing but i kind of feel like maybe 10 years okay well, not that big maybe but i i'll correct myself next episode when i like care enough maybe to get the numbers right but like you know usher's dated older women like pretty much exclusively like the public relationships, yes. Like oh, okay. he dated Chili, who was much older than him. Okay. His yeah. um first wife, Tamika Raymond or Foster, was much older than him. Uh-huh. And now he left Tamika for this other lady. Okay. And it seems like they were always kind of in because I think Tamika was his stylist and this woman was his manager. So uh-huh. like they're also like in positions like kind of like not authority but like helping him or you know what I mean some uh-huh, kind of uh-huh. it, it's kind of weird I don't know he got some kind of I don't know some kind of old lady thing so <laughs> so you know she, you know I guess last year sometime past past couple years Usher um had, had several like women come forward and a man um saying that he gave um them herpes Oh, ooh. Yeah, and Usher never denied that he had it or some of the women that he did it. So his wife stayed with him, you know, and said that she's going to stay with him or whatever, but now it's kind of like, yeah, I'm done. Deuces. Like, it's been enough time. And I was like, it's not like Usher's popping anyways where you're saving his career. Like, girl, get out of there. (laughs) Run. Well, Flee it's, his it's probably presence too late right now. now. I mean, that's like a yes. highly oh, 
finally oh, get it's too late. It's too late for her. It's too but late. But I'm like, but I'm not gonna sit here and be embarrassed and drive into your like, you know, craziness. So she should have left like when it all went down. Yeah, because it was probably too late then too. Well it was because she was been with him for a while. Oh, so, yucky, yuckety yuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Usher, but I I always had a thing about Usher where like I liked him when he was like a little kid or whatever, but when I was was it undergrad, and there was a song that would come on, and every time that song came on, something bad would happen with me and my car, me and these cars, <laughs> you and, and the cars. so. And so to the point where when it, I would hear it come on, I would automatically turn the car off. I mean, like, turn the song off, not the car. I would turn the song <laughs> off. I was like, I cannot listen to the song because, like, literally, like, someone hit me one time. Like, I think right after it came off, I locked the keys in the car. Wow. Um, I think there was another, I think, at one point, I think I, we got shot at. Wow. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> yes. Oh. I was like... Dang, that's yeah, that's a dangerous song. Yeah, so I get over it was nice and slow. And I you know, if I ask Bestie, she ain't gonna remember. But she I was, was there say, like she, it, she ain't gonna remember. She's not so, gonna remember at all. That she's is so not gonna funny. remember at all. And so, um Yeah, so I was like, oh, so this is whatever I think of Usher, I think about that and how even to this day, like if I hear that song, I'm turning it off. Like, oh, if that I'm driving, is funny. I was like, Mm-mm, nope, nope, no, no. I don't believe in fate, but I feel like I'm tempted it. Nope, nope. Wow, <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, that's funny. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it sounds kind of causal, so I don't, I don't, I don't Yeah, there were like some big things. It wasn't like, yeah. Okay, so the last thing that I was going to mention was Donald Glover. You know, Atlanta mm-hmm. came back on recently. Yes. And, um, the New Yorker, I think on the third, had a feature on him mm. um, titled Donald Glover Can't Save You. So okay. I initially saw him like, he sure can because he's like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I already knew that, but all right. Yes, it's for all y'all who didn't know. Yeah. Okay, y'all had to spell it out. But yeah, um, he ain't Jesus. But there's some alluding to that too in here. So anyway, so that's why it's like I have to unpack some stuff. So I've been a Donald Glover fan for quite some time. Didn't watch him on Community, but I like watched his like comedy, you know, kind of uh-huh. like, you know, Childish Gambino and like basically his stand up. I really like his stand up. Uh-huh. He's weird. He's like a weird little wacky kid like uh-huh. kind of raised in Atlanta like he's just like had like a very like interesting childhood where you're just like sure all of those experiences I see how that made that this person uh-huh. so uh-huh. you know it was just, it's just been it was just very weird and so he's like lot- that strange dude in like middle school who like is quirky and like you're not supposed to like but he's kind of cute you don't want anybody yeah. to talk about you, so you don't admit that you like him. He's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It's kind of like a conversation with him would be, I was just like, and I feel like I'm a little strange at times, or people think I am, but I was like, <laughs> um, 
I'll be like, dude, are, are you okay? Like, I don't understand anything that's coming out of your mouth right now. So, yeah, so anyway, so a lot of the talk about the article, you know, think pieces and whatnot, focused on um, his comments about the racism he experienced from Chevy Chase on the set of Community. Oh, interesting. And on the set of Girls, when he played Lena Dunham's her character's boyfriend on a, like a few episodes, like a three episode arc or something. Okay, that doesn't surprise and, me at all. And where he basically kind of went on a rant about her. Uh-huh. And they were like, it was totally improvised. And it was just him kind of laying out his frustrations about being on the set and dealing with her and the character and all that. Oh, I love this. Yeah, it was crazy. So to find out that that was totally improvised and he just like kind of like let it all out is hilarious to me. That is and then crazy. yeah, like his comments about Chevy Chase and how Chevy Chase would like say very like racist things to him during shooting. It was like, oh, the only reason why you're popular is because you're black and okay. you know different things like that. And he kind of, and so the show um, runner would be like, you know, oh, ignore him. I'm so sorry for him. He's like, no, that's fine. Like, you know, he's, that's a human. <laughs> and they also talked about his ambivalence about these incidents and how uh-huh. he's like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, like his reaction is totally human. Like, you know, like there's two ways to handle like your light dimmy. Like if you're like mm-hmm. a famous person, like, you could be that person who kind of bows out gracefully and like acknowledges mm-hmm. like there are new people coming up or you're that person who's, you know, going to go fighting and screaming and, you know, not know when it's like your time is over. So he kind of like said that. And wow. then, like, it kind of was like, Oh, I'm cool. Like whatever. Like yeah, we good. We're good. I know what this is. Like, and yeah. I'm just gonna. So he just like said a lot of things in the article. Like, so that was that. But he just said like a lot of just weird things. And so uh-huh. I'm just trying to like <laughs> make sense of it and like unpack it. And so I was, you know, like you kind of in prepping for this, like because my week's been so busy, I kind of knew things that I was gonna talk about that I saw, uh-huh. but. I saw this and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to talk about this. And so I thought I was just going to, I was just going to, you know, skim through like I do a lot of things and just kind of pick up a few key things. But there were so many things. It was kind of like the Quincy Jones thing where I was like, oh, yeah, right. I have to sit with this. And like, even with the Quincy Jones thing, I only did one of the interviews. I didn't even do the other one. Okay. There were just right. so many things. And so with this, he said so many things. And there were just so many, like, there was so much input from other people about him. Right. And, like, people who are you're just like, huh, okay. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to, like, re-read that and, like, take some notes and, like, uh-huh. try to, like, figure that out a little bit. Because it was, he's strange. He's definitely strange. But no, I I always knew he was like strange, but it's like and he thinks differently. Right. But it's even stranger than I thought. And like his <laughs> and his awareness about how strange he is uh-huh. was interesting. Uh-huh. And like how it's kind of like a certain level of genius. 
uh-huh. was also an interesting spin. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, I'm going to need to sit with this for a little bit because. Yeah, I could see all of not, that. Yeah. It's not that long, but it's a lot here. So, yeah. So next week, I'm going to. Oh, I cannot s- wait to dig into this. Yeah, yeah. So that's. That's it for me. I'm like, I'm tired. I don't have too much more to say. <laughs> this is going to be a short episode. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. I said that last time when I was this tired, but uh-uh. Oh, my word. It's been a long week. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, so thank been, you. You're welcome. What's been going on with you? I'm gonna, Okay. See, I'm ha- I'm like leaning now, so I'm don't almost lean, laying no down. No leaning, no leaning, no leaning. Get back uh, up there. You get back up. You sit up, young lady. No, <sighs> I'm, I'm like leaning, like I'm kind of just like don't lean. So I'm like yeah. I'm lying on a blanket at the beach. That's kind of what I'm doing. Right. That's again, cut it out. That's um, how I'm postured. Don't, don't be postured like that. Um, okay, so I have this. This is leading into my let's get personal. Um, okay, question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a frosty drink? Is that what I'm hearing? I hear ice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a frosty drink. Okay, just you know, just letting you know. I know I can hear your frosty drink in the background. I can hear you, and as well as all. <laughs> Five of our listeners, they All heard five too. Of they, everybody knows you have a frosty drink. Yeah, okay, it's nice ginger ale because that's what I'm usually drinking: water or ginger ale. <laughs> ah, ginger ale is good for you. Um, so okay, you know, okay, are you familiar with the term mark? Yes, okay. I'm LA, of course. I know. I'm just double checking. Okay. okay. So, you know what immediately comes to my mind? I'm trying not to say it because I'm trying to be holy. So I'm not going to say what the term people usually say, but go on. Right. Now, in your usage of said term, Mark, uh-huh. would you say that Mark is a noun or an adjective? Huh. That's interesting. Okay. Because the way that most people use it, it's like a noun. Mm-hmm. Like you are a punk blank mark. Blankety blank mark, right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who uses it as an adjective? Okay, so I've been having this uh, on and off debate with my brother and friend, Orlando, whose name I have gotten permission to use on today's episode. Oh, I was going to say, hey! (laughs) And thank you for listening, Orlando, in the very complicated way you have to listen. Oh my God, in the very complicated way that he has to listen. I will get into that. There's a purple button. Use it, dude. Use the button. God bless him. Um, so yes, girl, we've been having this debate because I called somebody a mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, right? And mm-hmm. he was like, "What you know about Mark?" I was like, 
what you know about Mark, right? Yeah, what you know about what Mark? What you know about Mark? Denver? What you know about Mark? Right. right? <laughs> so we've been back and forth because he uses it as an adjective. And I think that it's just a strictly regional issue because everybody I know and everybody I know is from L.A. So everybody I know uses it as a noun. Like you're a such and such blankety blank Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I was like, okay, I've already taken a poll of like a sampling of folks, you know, here. And I was, and, and I was like, okay, I'm going to ask, I'm going to wait to ask you on air so that mm-hmm. I can get like a, you know, a fresh response. <laughs> so mm-hmm. anyhow, um, so yeah, so my, uh, so that, that, that was my polling question to just further my argument that at the very least in the Los Angeles, Southern California area, Mark is traditionally used as a noun. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I would, you know, get the other argument, but no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just no, right? No, like uh-uh. I, I see your point. Um, uh-huh. Yes, yeah, sure, but no, but no. Mm-mm. And um, okay. So my um, my last... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I, I I feel like it's settled. I'm sure in his mind it's not. And... Oh, it's absolutely is not settled <laughs> because he is right and all of us are wrong. Right. Uh, because he's way smarter than all of us. But still, no. Yeah. He's a smart <laughs> So, um, so yeah. So that was that. But anyhow, uh, that leads me back to my let's get personal, which was we had so much fun last night um, because, okay, so Wednesday nights I teach Bible study and um and we just like we're not feeling it last night. <laughs> okay. I mean, we were there, we, you know, but it was a very small group. I mean, it's supposed to start at seven. We never start on time, but usually we have like the majority of the players, like the usual suspects, are all there mm-hmm. by seven fifteen. Seven fifteen came and went, and there was still just like three of us. And then. Um, and then finally, we were like, you know, a few more people showed up. But by then, we were just sort of over it. I had a terrible headache, which I don't know. Like, yesterday and today, I've been having headaches for no reason. And um, and so, again, my brother and friend, Orlando, was like, let's just go to dinner. And folks were like, word. And when I tell you, we piled in. <laughs> the minivan? No, we actually just, like, lined up outside of the church. Everybody got in their own cars because it was kind of like, okay, we're not going to eat. There's no, nowhere to eat around here. Our church is sort of, like, in the no middle man's of nowhere. Land. Yeah, no man's land. So, um, you know, we were like, oh. Shout out to Rudy's, though, because we sure ate Shout at Rudy's out a, to, lot, yes. a lot. Rudy's mm-hmm. is actually quite tasty. I like Rudy's. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so we were like, let's just, you know, head, like, towards, you know, whatever, like, closer to the city or whatever. Um, so yeah, we sure enough piled, I mean, like, you know, lined up right out, out, filed out the door into each of our cars and, and caravaned over to, uh, well, first we were going to try to go to Olive Garden. Now this is, this is funny because really? I was, right. I mean, I was just kind of like, that's an easy place. And there's one right there, you know, in Carson over there by where the Ikea is. Um, oh, yeah. and, and so I was like, that's easy. It's close, whatever. Right. Um, and I wasn't, like, super hungry because I kind of, you know, so I was like, that'll be cool. I'll have, like, a salad and soup or something, you know, whatever. But as we're going there, um, one of the other members calls me on my phone and, and this, like, we're en route. 
And she's like, you know, do you think it's going to be too long of a wait? And I was like, it's Wednesday night at like 745. Like, who's at Olive Garden? Apparently everybody. Apparently everybody. I had no idea that like people, one, like, here's the thing. I never go to Olive Garden. I can't remember the last time I was there. Mm -hmm. And... And I don't have anything against it. It's just there's so many places to eat in L.A. that Olive Garden doesn't even ever make the list. But this was just like an easy choice again. Mm-hmm. For... So I was like, who's going to be Olive Garden? So I was like, well, you know what? As long as I'm driving over there, it takes a little while, like a few, you know, it, it wasn't exactly like right around the corner. So I went ahead and called ahead to find out, you know, like there's literally like just six of us, you know. So I called mm-hmm. ahead and I was like, hey, you know, what's the wait right now for a party of six? You know, this woman was like, oh, it's about 45 minutes. I was like, uh, okay, thank you. No, thank you. Like, I was like, well, why? Why are there so many people? It's a Wednesday night. Like, I was, so anyhow, so we changed plans, real, like, quick course change, and we went to this place that um, someone else recommended who um, they'd been before, and it's this New Orleans kind of Cajun place called Darrow's. And oh it, yeah, you've been there. I've been when it was in the other location. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And I want to um, say so... the guy went to Crenshaw, so he would like cater stuff, or I don't know. I feel like I've had that food at the restaurant at other places. But go on. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I hadn't heard of it. Never been at any location. Um, but now they have one right there off of like. Uh, Carson and Avalon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went there, and it was so very tasty. Really good food. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed just, their jambalaya. Yeah, I had their red beans and rice, and their uh, their oh, they had a slow cooked brisket po' boy. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. Um, actually, everybody, everything that everybody had, everyone enjoyed it. The folks had everything from like catfish to. The fried chicken to the oysters to mm. um, so everybody had something different and mm-hmm. everyone enjoyed it. I tried the chicken. The chicken was good. Um, like I stole uh, um, somebody's my piece of uh, Orlando's chicken. And um, so anyhow, but all that to say, thanks to my brother Orlando and his good idea to uh, let's just go get dinner, <laughs> which is fellowship. All- yeah. And fellowship, which was on him, by the way. So I was like, Aww. hey. So we, it was just so nice. And we just like, it was, you know, like I said, a small party of six. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we ate and, you know, joked around and, you know, whatever. It was just, it, it was fun. It was just like a fun night out and kind of this unexpected little, like, you know, break in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um so yeah, so that was that was like the, my little like kind of random, unexpected social highlight of the week, um, hanging out with the church folks at uh, Darrow's. Uh, I think it's called Darrow's New Orleans Kitchen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, shout out to Darrow's. They were very hospitable. Uh, the guy who was the host for the night was gave us you know a free sample so that we could figure out what we wanted to order. And I feel like um, it used to be called Uncle Darrow's. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. This, this is definitely just Darrow's, and I'm. It's New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans it's the same. Ch- mm-hmm. Kitchen or grill or something like that. So, mm-hmm. 
but it's right there like just like a like a half block down from where the IHOP is on that corner mm-hmm. and um free parking Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're probably really busy on weekends, but on Wednesday night, <laughs> we walked in, we sat right down, we had our meal, like, less than 30 minutes later, by the time we ordered, everything came out pretty quick, um, and it was really good, so, um, so yeah, so it was just, it was just nice, it was just a nice, nice night, um, night out with the, with the crew, so, um, awesome. yeah, so that was good, so that's my um let's get personal for the week it was um a good good little break from the the usual uh routine okay mm-hmm. awesome so this week other than working which yeah like i said work has just been a series of like ups and downs this week i've been super busy which is a good thing uh-huh. um taking on some other um, kind of projects and that's been um, good as well. I th- feel like I'm getting a little more clarity about some other things I want to do with my business and other services I want to offer. So uh-huh. that's always a good thing. Always thinking about um, enhancing or just kind of strengthening my kind of business plan. So that's one of the things. Um, that's kind of been happening with me this week. And uh-huh. I also talked last week about this whole, like, was it last week about the prayer plan that I've, you know, starting working uh, on? I don't know. Was it last I, week or the week before? Maybe last, maybe the week before. Uh-huh. Um, and so when I was at church on Sunday, uh-huh. I was kind of just, you know, looking at the bulletin or whatever. And I saw that, you know, they're doing a whole, like, series in the month of March on prayer. Okay. And I was like, huh, because, like, usually on Tuesday night, like, we, the pastor does Bible study on Wednesday, and we have um, classes, like, it's, like, living, learning, you know, life kind of classes, so I kind of uh-huh. came to that church through those classes, yeah. through like their grief cl- classes so like uh-huh. they would do the grief classes and some other kind of just like you know bible classes on tuesday night so they're uh-huh. in transition right now with like ending classes and transitioning teachers so they decided to do like the month of march just like a focus on like prayer and so uh-huh. they're you know they're separated into like men's and women's um, classes and then the final class is going to be like kind of everybody kind of a wrap up so I went to that and it was just really good and so we talked about like why nice. we were there and I was just like you know like I've been you know working on like strengthening and growing my prayer life and like that's something uh-huh. I've been focused on for like the past month and then I saw this in the bulletin and I was like hey this is, <laughs> this right. is for me like this is like right. kind of like yes, come do this. And I was usually, you know, I've been so busy, you know, working and doing stuff that I don't have time to do things, really a lot of things during the week. So Uh I was like, I'm just going to make a commitment to like, make sure I'm there. I will not be there the last week because I will be on my spring break. I don't have a spring break. But but you're taking one. I'm taking a spring break. You're uh, (laughs) coattailing somebody else's spring break. I am coat telling and the thing (laughs) is like someone told me like there's like this business thing that like everyone in the company is doing and like oh 
you know, everyone's encouraging me to go. And, and I was like, I talked to one of my colleagues, and I was like, I have the option to go on a free vacation. And she's like, uh-huh. well, go on the free vacation because this will be happening later. I was like, I was right. like you don't have to tell me that. I'm right. not going to not. <laughs> and it's not like it's a free vacation, but it's like, it's actually with people that I want to go with. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good stuff. So but it I'm, is it is free in that it's all already paid for. Yeah, they've like, already they're, paid They're going for with it. or without you. They're going with or without me. I'm just tagging along. So it's right. kind of like, and there's no agenda. There's no plan like my usual vacations, which is kind of like mm-hmm. more my speed now because I can't mm-hmm. really handle a lot of stuff. So I was like, just in the room I'll probably still be working but like working while sitting on a deck somewhere or on the beach that's that's nice. good stuff yeah so well, it's one of the benefits of that. being a big uh, boss lady like you you can just do <laughs> you do your job wherever you are you just need a computer and a little internet access yeah like I I it's good that I'm around <laughs> sometimes so I'm, so I'm trying to like fit everything in like either before I leave like the Saturday before I leave and uh-huh. all that stuff but I was like it'll it'll work itself out one of my clients is supposed to be coming uh, from out of town or a potential client rather and so I'm uh-huh. just like of course he's gonna come that week that I'm gone but I was like we're gonna make we're gonna make that happen so right yeah so yeah so I'm excited about that and also there are just a couple of little um, you know, I have like the another <laughs> business that I really haven't been focusing on uh-huh. as much, but um, so there are a couple of events related to that that I'm gonna go to uh-huh. next. Excited about that too because I feel like I'm so not in that world and the way that I've been kind of running myself ragged, like. I don't even feel like that's me right now. <laughs> like I was like, sure. um, I wouldn't hire me to do that the way that I look right, right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. Get so yourself was, together. Yeah, I was like, I need to get myself together. So that's the other thing I've kind of been trying to do this week. I was like, you need to get your life together. Like get it's your looks life. together. Uh-huh. So I've been out there like, you know, trying to give a couple looks this week to the point where one of the guys in the office was like, Oh, I like, you know, your outfit. He was like, Fashion and I was like, Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hashtag fashion. <laughs> nice. So yeah, so I was like, let me like step it up like even a little bit would be uh-huh, great because uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah like I'm just like oh gosh I'm just like trying to make it I'm just trying to make it so I'm just grinding and I'm just like I look like I'm grinding so like yeah I need to, like, yeah you, you want to grind but you don't want to look like you're grinding. I don't want to look like I'm grinding so I was like okay let me like get this together a little bit so wow. yeah so that's okay, good. good good as well so yeah it's been a good week I can't complain. My car has been working all this okay, week. So okay. That's an improvement. Small victories. Small uh, victories. Yeah. We're just going to take them all, big and small, and, you know, do mm. our little praise dance on the side. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Terrific. So good. 
Very good. So glad. Oh, you know, the other thing that I was excited about that you didn't mention, but I really want to have one is that um, the new um, Mattel Barbie doll with the hidden figures. Oh, my God. Yes. How How cute is that? So cute. I was like. Okay, I need to get how many of those? Like three of those <laughs> and one for me. And then like it's like the little leader's book. Like I got like our friend's daughter one for her birthday, but I was like, uh-huh. I still need to buy a couple other because I need to have one and I need to give the guy girls one too, because I didn't get them one. I'm like nobody's birthday is coming up anytime yeah. soon. Um <laughs> sorry. Um, See, I need to drink my frosty beverage, which you're going to drink your frosty beverage and sit up. Um, You know, the other one, did they ever. (laughs) Wow! Like I want a Sprite commercial. Yeah. Okay, why? I ordered the ginger ale, and why did the girls like. I was like, yes, May. I was like, yes, I'll have, you know, just a regular ginger ale. And she's like, what? I was like, a ginger ale? She's like, a Sprite? I was like, since when does ginger ale sound like Sprite? I was like, do you not have ginger ale? She's like, I don't understand what you're saying. I was like, does she not know what a ginger ale is? Like, I don't understand. So I heard her say something to somebody in the back of there, like, ginger ale. She's like, oh, you want a ginger ale? I was like, that is literally what I said seven (laughs) times. You Did said like... it no differently than oh, I said. Oh my goodness. Am I not speaking English right now? I was like, I know I'm really tired, <laughs> but am I not speaking English? Have I like like gone into like speaking in Spanish and not know right, right. that I'm doing that? So I was so confused. I was like, she's confusing me. What? I don't know what you're saying. I'm like, not saying that. Ginger ale? And I'm like, Thinking to Gin- Oh, and I, I told you about my movie pass, right? 
Yeah, I need I'm to very excited about Movie Pass. Do y'all know about Movie Pass? Movie Pass is very cool. Um, I don't know about Movie Pass. So, and now there's a special. At least I saw a special running because the one that I got was nine ninety five a month. But there's a little special running that I think for the first few months or however long it's seven ninety five a month. Oh, and that's my deal. Man, so I'm like, you better get on that little special, a little extra $2 off. And then mm-hmm. the great thing about it is, so you pay whatever, $7.95 right now, and they send you what looks like kind of like a, a bootleg uh, MasterCard in the mail. <laughs> like, it looks like a real MasterCard, except the logo is only the orange circles and no, like, other <laughs> It looks like a bootleg. And um, so they send you the card, and that's that they like basically you go to the movie theater that's on the app so you have to download the app and you can see one movie a day by swiping that mastercard and so that mastercard is connected to your account you pay 7.95 a month into your account and you could say one movie every single day at any of the participating theaters and man, I needed this last year. Or the year before last. Yeah. Yeah, but Gosh. it's really cool because I was like, so you just have to be near, you have to be at the movie theater. Like you can't, oh, the, for some of them, they have the e ticketing where you could be anywhere and you can just get your, you know, get your whole deal ahead of time. Hmm. But for, mo- for most of them, you have to just be like, you know, already near the, you have to be like something, I think it's like a hundred yards within the theater. So basically, you have to be like at the movie theater. Um, you check in on the app and then it's like it says loading and so basically it activates your card or whatever the account on your card and so then it says all right you have 30 minutes to go get your ticket so then you just go up to the counter pick your tickets if they have you could you know if they have the uh reserved seating pick out your seat like everything like you normally would but instead of paying you know with whatever you normally pay with you pay with this bootleg mastercard and it swipes it, issues you the tickets or whatever, but like that's it. Like you're, but you're not paying twelve fifty. Like you're not paying anything because you paid seven ninety five already for the whole month. Oh, that's so much better. I was like the five dollar movies um, near my job. Mm-hmm. I love it. So it's like it used to be another kind of theater, but then it became an AMC. But they still kept it because I think people would have rioted if they got rid of it. Right. So it's like five dollars every Tuesday, and they have like a they did get rid of like the concession stand um special because it used to be like two dollar popcorn and something mm. else or whatever. So, but yeah, they still have that. So I was like, oh, sorry. So <laughs> wow, I couldn't stop it. I should not. I tie it, and so I um try to you know, catch the $5 movie. Because I was like, I just can't. I was like, I've changed so much since I've been in Atlanta. <laughs> I've changed so much. I have, because I never thought a second about spending 12 or whatever dollars on a movie. You haven't stuff. changed. Your bank account has changed. <laughs> but yes, my bank account has changed. But like, I don't feel myself going back like when my bank account rebounds like I don't see myself wasting that feel like now like wasting that money when I know I could get the same thing for like a cheaper price like I feel like my whole like yes 
the poverty has made my is finally kind of going to kick in my fiscal responsibility. <laughs> not the poverty. First of all, not the poverty. Number two, you just broke. That's all. The only thing wrong with you is that you broke. That's all. Uh, <laughs> like, you still got caviar taste. You ain't, I, 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 yeah, I see you. Yeah, no. I see you. Yeah, okay. No. Okay. Sure. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I enjoy okay. the simple things now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, okay, when, yeah, when things get, like, more off the ground and the whole, like, in the black with the business stuff, like, you you shall see how okay. I will be oh, yeah. just the same uh-huh. as I am right now. Anyway, you don't have to believe me. That's okay. fine. All right. It's it's nice. Like honestly, it's it, because of it, the people. It, nice? it is because it's so <laughs> funny because it's like the people that I'm around are so super like budgeters and like fiscally like like just it's just funny. So it's like it's like every pretty much everyone around me is like that. So I can't help. But like pick up some of their ways, uh-huh. so yeah. And I see how. Oh yes, I see now where I could have done these things differently. So <laughs> wow. So yeah. So it's good, and I'm happy, and Atlanta's awesome. I never thought I would say that again. I said it when I, you know, 20 years ago when I was in college, but. For a long time, it's just like, ugh, Atlanta, whatever. I don't want to go back there. No, no, no. And now I'm just like, I'm so happy I'm here. It's so nice. Nice change of pace. I like it. It's so pretty. It's it a different time pretty. of pretty. Yeah, so it's like, all the trees and the, yeah, I was like, the seasons. You know, uh-huh. it's nice. It is. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So we somehow managed to stretch again because that's what we do. That's what that's how we roll. That is how we roll again. (laughs) Over. (laughs) Gosh. Why can't we just shut up sometimes? I don't know. Because that's not the name of the show. It isn't. See, you have you can't have a show about telling people everything and then like get mad when you go over your set of time that you've yeah. allotted for yourself. You can't stop short of everything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But we have now covered everything. And more. And then some. And then some. And things you didn't <laughs> even know you wanted. Things we didn't even know. Things that I didn't even know I knew about. Right, things that you know, I surprised myself. Still, I did too because I was like, I'm tired, but then I am so in love with hearing myself talk, mm-hmm. as are other people who have podcasts. <laughs> I think it's like a common trait we share. Just the and sound I, of our own voices. Yes, that's what I used to tell my students too. I was like, you know what? I can talk and talk and talk. I just love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and you guys listening to me would wrap the titches. Oh, well, I'm sure they were. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, like only twice did I ever right. wrap the titches. Possibly twice, yeah. 
I know at least once where they were like, please tell me about history. Um, so yeah, that was during that was it the 2000 election I told you. Remember? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So the day after that, like, I made them watch the results That's and like right. paint and color the maps blue and red. And they came back and, with purple maps, and they came back with purple Florida. <laughs> it was hilarious. That's and terrific. so, like, literally every class came in, like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, tell us all about it, man. Tell us, indeed. I was like, you what? You want to know about history? Oh my God, where do I begin? So yes, I, that was like my favorite day of teaching ever because like they all wanted to know. And that I is like, terrific. I get to share all of my knowledge with you. Yay! <laughs> the big day, big day. Big day for us all. My dream is coming true. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm delirious now. I gotta go. Now you're delirious. <laughs> we gotta get you off air. You're just, you know, you're liable to say anything. Oh gosh, watch out. Because <laughs> when I say anything, then. Yeah, it's a problem. Oh, that's, oh, this is the other thing. I'm working with this girl who, uh, for a project, and she, I'm doing, you know, some stuff for her. Uh-huh. And she, her instruction to me was like, um, you know, just alter it, you know, make, you know, make sure it's professional. And she was like, nothing corny. And I was like, you do realize that I'm fluid and corny. Like I am corny. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best, but right. I am a corny nerd. So I don't yeah. know what's cool. Don't know what's cool. I now. think because I'm nerdy and corny that that makes it cool, but that's not true. That's just what I tell myself. And sure. so I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that's gonna look like." So I'm still thinking that uh, we're not gonna have a meeting of the minds on this, but we. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a try. So I've been kind of avoiding that part of what I have to do all oh, week because I was just like. Oh, you know, you've kind of get my vibe, right? Like, right, like you, you've met me, you've met me, you've talked to me, you've uh-huh. listened to me talk about things. Like, you're yeah. aware that I have no idea what uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm fluid and corny, so yeah, this should Fluent. be interesting. Yeah, yeah, so okay, hmm. so that should be interesting. I'm gonna tackle hmm. this tomorrow, so all right, pray well, for good. me, wish me luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yes, I think whatever you do, you should definitely start with yo, 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 yo. Yo, I mean, yo, whatever yo, yo, what's next, up, peeps? <laughs> for the culture. For the culture. <laughs> I swear, people say things, and I was like, I don't know what that means. Like, the whole, like... And I was like, I can't ask, like I can't ask anybody I know because I hang out with a bunch of corny people too. They don't know either. They don't know. I don't know. So I yeah. have to, I was like, okay, am I that person now that has to go to Urban Dictionary to find out what things mean? That's me now. That's I was like, yeah. I don't know what that means. Should, should I? Urban Dictionary. What's the plug? Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like you're well, like, that, you like, what's know. daddy? Okay, yeah. I really didn't know what that was. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Sorry about people. 
Yeah. Five of you? Six? Seven of you? Eight? The one that's remaining. Thanks. The one that's still here. Bless yeah. your heart. Bless your heart, sweetie. <laughs> Bless your heart. And we'll see you again next week, or we'll hear you again. No. Oh, you're, you're hear us again next week. Do you, we're a podcast, Andrea. We're a podcast. They're not seeing us. They're not seeing us, but they're hearing us. They're hearing us. You know what? Maybe yes. we should mm-hmm. do, when you come to Atlanta, maybe we should do, like, a live. A live one? Yeah. Oh. Maybe like on um on Anchor? Facebook Live maybe Facebook Live actually. Oh. And have Folks. people ask us questions and yeah. Okay. Let's, wow. let's think about that. Let's get some feedback oh. on that. Let's let's, let's feed- that. give us feedback on that, people. Do you want to yeah. see a Facebook live when I'm in Atlanta in uh, May? Yeah. Ask us questions, whatever. Ask us questions, yeah. Hear see us, us in person. See us in person. I keep yeah. go- I keep planning to like post some like throwback Thursday pictures like what just like the pic the um logo like that picture mm. and I keep forgetting so maybe I'll do that. There this, you go. Is us. Okay, this, this is us. Hashtag most people hashtag this is us, which I need to catch up with. And like most people who listen, frankly, they they know who we are. They know. Who so- <laughs> the seven people who are still listening know what we look like. Oh God! Okay. All right. What's go to bed. Next? Oh. <laughs> What's next? You're going to bed. That's how the West Week weekly is. So oh, I just Jesus. listened to it today. Great. Good for you. Okay. Oh, <laughs> go to bed. Fire. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find us on Pocket Cast, Google Play, Overcast, and Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, review, help us get the word out, and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at Wait, Tell Me Pod. Give us feedback or anything you want to know at email, waittellmeeverything at gmail.com. <laughs>